0: Hello everyone and welcome to the latest edition of the Amazing Fry podcast. My name is Dan Reeds, and I'm one of the assistant heads of the business and IT department and I'm also a teacher of business and economics and today I'm joined alongside
1: Sophie Shields and I am a pastoral mentor at Sixth Form. I work alongside the STPS department mainly covering public services and travel and tourism.
0: So, Sophie, uh, what are we going to be talking about in this podcast today?
1: Today, Dan, we are going to be talking about the topic of lockdown learns. We have had quite a year. There is a lot for us to look back on and reflect on, and there are some, hopefully, bits and pieces that we can consider helpful and useful for the future moving forwards.
0: Yeah, I think when we look back at the sort of past uh, 12 months, I think when we were uh, recording this uh, podcast, we were recording it pretty much bang on. Uh, the 12-month period where, you know, we've spent, you know, past 12 months in lockdown. Uh, so it'd be great to just kind of look back and reflect on what what's happened during those past 12 months, you know, what has been difficult, what has been, or you know, ways that we can overcome those difficulties and what we're really just looking forward to. I think if we look back at the last 12 months where we've had periods of time where, you know, we don't know what has been going on or kind of what's going to come next. You know, we've had colleges and schools being shut, open back up again and shut again. We've had to take everything remote and online. You know, we've had, you know, um, non-essential shops closed. We've had hairdressers and barbers closed. We just didn't know what was going on. And, you know, pretty much, especially uh, now with exams cancelled as well. But with that, as well as come the vaccine and your know, mass testing, that has also been a positive. So it'd just be great to just kind of spend some time just to reflect on the past 12 months and just really think about, you know, what's happened, what we've done to overcome those and just pass on, a, you know, maybe a few tips and tricks as to what we've done and that you might be a takeaway uh, going into the future. Uh, so the way that we're going to do this is we've just kind of uh, got a few questions that we're going to ask each other. Some of these questions have been given by some of our amazing students as well. Uh, so our first question is basically just you know thinking about the past twelve months, uh, looking back at the you know the first lockdown, obviously when it happened. Is uh, Sophie, how did you feel about when that first lockdown was announced?
1: I actually remember the day very clearly, as I'm sure quite a lot of people do. At the time, this time last year, I was working within a different department in college, uh, doing a slightly different job to the one that I do at the moment. And in this department, I was going to be working through the Easter. I didn't get the Easter break off. Um, So actually, rather sort of selfishly, I was feeling a bit smug when we found out we were going to get two weeks off, because that was two weeks that I wasn't originally going to get. So I was just looking forward to a bit of a break, to be perfectly honest with you. Um what were you thinking?
0: Uh so yeah, I think I was thinking, well, nearly along the same lines is <laughs> that I, I think when it when it got announced, I was thinking, well, it's not gonna last forever, it's maybe just a couple of weeks. I mean, I'll get to work from home. That means I don't have to commute to work, so I'll get to spend a bit more time in bed. You know, my classroom became, uh, you know, got uh, put into my office. So basically, I had a very short commute from my uh, bedroom across the landing to my office. So that's fantastic. You know, I could go downstairs and make a coffee when I wanted to. Uh, you know, that's that was quite a quite a good thing to look forward to. But uh, I think when the novelty kind of quickly wore off, uh, especially when it got announced that we'll be in this situation for probably a, a good deal longer, uh, and it kind of. Became a bit like Groundhog Day, if you've ever seen that film. You know, novelty kind of really quickly wore off where, you know, I just had to queue for shops, you know, I was limited to kind of who I could kind of spend time with. Um, I always remember one time going to Big Tesco and, you know, this when Louvre was kind of scarce. And I remember just picking up the last uh, last Louvre on the shelf and being stared at out by, you know, this woman who I thought was going to rubby tackle me, um, which was, you know, kind of a severe moment. So... You know, yes, it was. I was looking forward to it. I thought oh, it'd be just great to have a bit of time off, but very quickly that wore off. And it became sort of like, yeah, I repeat every single day of the same sort of task, the same sort of situation. And I felt it was never going to end.
1: Um. So more specifically, then, how do you think it's been working through lockdown?
0: Yeah, so I think a student. Well, some students asked me this question a couple of months ago when I told them I was going to be doing this podcast. And they said, oh, can you talk about, you know, as a teacher, what did you experience? How did you feel about, obviously, lockdown and working during lockdown and kind of teaching? Uh, and at first, I would say it's, it was very difficult. Uh, you know, even though I was working from home and it kind of was a good thing at the time, I was very limited in terms of what I could do uh, as a teacher. You know, if, if, if I look back now, uh, look back at how it started and now how it is now, it was very different. You know, now we have Google Meets. We can, see, you know, kind of get people on, on cameras and kind of see people, even though it's through a screen we've got a lot more techniques that we can use. So it has become, you know, as time went on, become a lot easier to kind of, you know, deal with that sort of situation. You know, we've got a lot more remote tools that we have used. And to be fair, my first lockdown learning is being able to use these later on in uh, in the year and kind of use this in more day-to-day teaching as well. But yeah, it's very difficult. Uh, I couldn't really fully support students. Uh, Some students really found lockdown very difficult. And I think, the one thing that kind of um, made it difficult was I wasn't able to kind of see what students were doing, especially at the, in the first instance, and you know that was quite difficult. So yeah, at first it was very difficult, but I think as time went on, we've developed a lot more uh, sort of robust techniques that we can use going forward. Uh, how about you, Sophie?
1: I think the right way to describe it would be interesting. I think it's been interesting working through lockdown, and um, especially in my current role as a pastoral mentor, we each look after if you will about 200 students at the time of recording this podcast we are in April and I have probably met about 20 of my students face to face and so it is a bit of an interesting one not recognizing them in the corridors when they've got the masks on not being able to understand who's talking to you on the phone because you've never been able to put a face to the voice and um, I also think on a more personal level for me it has been really challenging because this has been a new job Um, It's been a new role. I've got different responsibilities and I've been having to learn those whilst also living in that exact same lockdown, that same situation as all of our students. So on the days that they are not feeling particularly motivated, if they're feeling a bit sad or, or having a bit of a rough or wobbly day, these are things that we're all dealing with as individuals as well. Um, So it has been a challenge trying to settle in the students whilst I have also been settling in myself. And I know that's something that the rest of the pastoral mentors and the rest of the staff have been feeling as well. So it has been an interesting one, but I think steps have definitely been made and things were established really quickly to help improve things like that.
0: Yeah, I do agree. It has been a very interesting uh, time. I think I do agree with the use of that word. So looking a bit more generally now um, as well, is what has been the most difficult thing about the past 12 months uh, for you, Sophie?
1: Um, I would say more specifically during the very first lockdown this time last year um something I found quite difficult was this idea that I was just sort of wasting my time and days and weeks and months were all rolling by and I wasn't doing all that much and I couldn't offer anyone anything Um, and I felt like these are sort of some of the best years that I've got in my 20s and I was just letting them get away from me and pass me by and I know from having one-to-ones with students and I know from looking on social media that a lot of people have felt this exact same way in that we've all just sort of wasted a year and it's been and gone and not a lot of us have done anything with it and that's definitely something that I did find difficult at very first. What about you Dan?
0: Yeah I think there's two things that I found (laughs) probably the most difficult the first one is linking it to work is yes working from home there has been some luxuries to that uh, for me but kind of one thing is that sort of the work-life balance is that I'm working in the place that I want to relax and that's been very difficult to kind of you know switch off and kind of when I do finish teaching is to think to myself look I now need to get into you know kind of that you know a relaxed mood now is I don't want to be kind of working in that same sort of area that you know I want to be relaxing in, and that's been probably the most one of the most difficult things is that my office is also my living space as well that has been very tough to try and overcome Uh, The other thing is, uh, more personally, is linking around, obviously, not seeing families and friends. So, obviously, one thing I like to do is go to the gym. So, I'm a member of Fortitude Fitness, and, you know, I've met some fantastic people there, you know, from the owners to the trainers uh, to just the people that I do the classes with. And, you know, not being able to see those people in person uh, has been a massive, uh, you know, kind of difficulty for me because that's really closed in my social circle that, You know, I can really only speak to those on the phone or, you know, over Zoom, but also as well, not being to see friends and family as well at work. So, you know, a lot of my friends as well are people who I work with, but also as well, I live, you know, as my mum still lives in Blackpool, but, you know, she lives at the opposite end of Blackpool, so... You know, I Can't really just pop around every you know, you know, once or twice a week, uh, because of obviously a lockdown, so that has been very difficult, especially probably me going through probably one of the most difficult things of lockdown, which is losing a family member as well. So, not being able to support my family and not being there for them, uh, probably at the time of way where they most need it as well, uh, has been very difficult.
1: Um, so what did you do then during this time? What have you done to overcome those difficulties to make yourself feel better?
0: Yeah, so. Looking at in terms of the work-life balance and kind of, uh, you know, kind of putting a time in my day where uh, i am replacing And one of the things that I kind of did was when I was commuting to work, going to the college and coming back, is that that time where I commute in the car is a time where I kind of relax and kind of, uh, you know, kind of reset myself ready. So when I walk through the door of my house, that uh, I can now just be like, this is my time. You know, I can watch TV, I can relax. I'm away from work, I don't have to think about that. Um, and obviously being work from home, that was a big issue because I, co- I don't have that drive where I can do that and listen to music. So we replaced that with a walk. Uh, and you might, have, you know, probably a lot of you have done this, you know, get out for a walk, and you might have heard this lo- loads of times before. Well, that really helped me to kind of, you know, separate my work life from my personal life. Um, and I kind of was inspired by uh, Rob in another podcast Because he talks about all walks and kind of just getting out, seeing surroundings, seeing new things every day. And that really helped me to keep that positive mindset and to keep that going. Um, As well, talking about positive mindset, I talked about obviously families and friends. And kind of, um, you know, with a family member passing, it was quite a negative thing. Uh, And I was in sort of negative places uh, because I couldn't control what's happening. Um, You know, I like to support people. I couldn't do that. And, you know, that was kind of was quite hard for me. Um, you know, not being able to go to the gym was another uh, issue. So, Fortune Fitness and a big shout out to them uh, and the people who weren't <laughs> there because they decided that they would put loads of things online for us to do, loads of online classes. PTs gave up their time to kind of, you know, do live classes for us. And that was really good because I still, you know, spend time with people that I go to the classes with, even though, again, it was virtual. Um, you know, I saw this through the screen. It was just nice that, again, I could still see these people and spend time with them. You know, something that I did was create a weekly quiz as well for those people. So every Saturday we gave up our Saturday evenings where, you know, we would usually probably go to the pub or, you know, kind of, you know, go and meet up in someone's garden. We couldn't do that anymore. So being able to, you know, create a quiz and kind of have a time where we can just sit there and, you know, talk to each other, have a drink and, you know, kind of do a quiz, have a laugh and just support each other. You know, if we've had a difficult week, you know, having some support. Uh, there as well and they've been really helpful with me obviously for for me getting through the negative times uh, that I've had during lockdown uh, but also as well it's focusing on the positives is that yes throughout these 12 months there has been massive negatives you know some of you might relate to the fact that again someone has, has passed in your family but again look at the positives that you spent with that person uh, over, over time but also a lot of positives of the past 12 months and I kind of uh, did this with my students is they couldn't really tell me any positives about lockdown. But once they've, you know, kind of thought about it, some of them have got jobs. Uh, some of them have learned new skills. Some of them have spent more quality time with family. And, you know, they are positives. For me, you know, I got promotion at work, you know, to become assistant head of department. You know, I've come up with new ways to, you know, teach my class remotely, which is fantastic. And again, all these positives, doesn't matter how small those positives are, um, you know, they've really helped me to keep that positive mindset going, which has been key for me during the past 12 months. That was quite a long list, I think, think (laughs) fingers for a long time there. Uh, What about you, Sophie?
1: So, I think um, mine sounds a little bit less exciting in comparison to that. But um, something that I found quite useful was sort of developing an attitude where you can allow yourself to do things just for the fun of doing that thing so um my issue something I found quite difficult was that I felt like I was wasting time so I quickly turned that around and decided to embrace that time and just do things that I wanted to do that I thought might keep me a little bit entertained that might be a little bit funny um and just do them for the hell of it because I could and because I wanted to and finally I had that time to do that so um during lockdown I was running quite a lot pretty much every day. Um, and this is a slightly controversial thing, and I've told people this in the past and I know that it's driven them mad, so apologies if this is completely against the sort of competitive nature of sport or doing physical activity but when I go running I don't look what time I set off I don't look what time I come back I don't know how long I run for I don't know how long it takes me to get there I just go because I want to go and during lockdown it was something that got me out of the house it was something that made me feel better it was something I could look forward to if I was going to do it towards the end of the day when I got back from my run I felt good that I'd been out and done it and it wasn't so I could Um, compete with myself or other people it wasn't so I could beat myself in a challenge it wasn't so I could screenshot it and post it on Facebook for some likes it was just because I wanted to and I fancied doing that and I think doing things that are just for yourself and doing things that are good for the soul has helped me get through sort of rough times and made me feel like I was actually packing my days with things that I would benefit from in the future and that I'd be pleased that I've got done so that was something that I did that I think other people could look to do unlike a lot of your things
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i've been a bit more inspired now in terms of, um so thinking about the past four months <laughs> uh, thinking about those past four months and you know one thing i was thinking about, you know if you have a delorean and you know you, you've been back to the future and you can go back in time and go and you can set that clock to going back to you know like this time 12 months ago where again the first lockdown was happening is there anything that you would tell yourself to kind of do or do differently?
1: Um, I think a good one for me is because I think back to situations where maybe I overreacted, or maybe I milked them a little bit more than they needed milking, or I dragged things out for longer than it <laughs> needed to be. And um, I think it's important to take responsibility for yourself and to consider the way you react to things and respond to different people. So we're all in a difficult time. It is a given that little arguments might happen between relatives, between people in your household. Maybe you've fallen out with friends. Maybe you've had an argument with one of your parents in the morning. It doesn't mean you. Have to write off the whole day. So a rubbish morning doesn't mean a rubbish day. A rubbish day doesn't mean a rubbish year. We've all had a bit of a wobbly, rough one, but it doesn't mean that's going to last forever. And so that's something I would have told myself this time last year: is that you are responsible for how far you take things, and you can decide that maybe you don't need to blow up over this thing, and actually you can just take a step back and take a little five minute breather and then go for something again and it might not actually seem that bad on reflection Um, another thing that I would say is that good things are still coming so we can say that in hindsight because I know that I have had good things in this last year and it can be quite difficult to tell yourself that when you don't know what's coming in the future but you should always remain optimistic and positive and even though they might be slightly limited, even though they might be a long time coming. um, Good things are still coming and they'll continue to. So that is something that I would tell myself this time last year. What would you tell yourself?
0: Uh, First, that's some really good advice. Uh, (laughs) My advice uh, is slightly different because I knew that this time last year, I was umming and ahhing about getting a haircut. (laughs) And if I knew now that hairdressers would still be closed three or four months down the line, I would go back in time, slap myself in the face and say, just get it booked (laughs) because, you know, there's no way that anyone can bring back my mullet. And it looks like I'm trying to bring it back here. Uh, and I can't wait, you know. And I remember that first time, you know, three or four months there later where I could go to the hairdressers and, you know, get it cut. I'm in that same position now. Uh, I have to wait another week and a half to get my hair cut again. And it is, is you know, as the saying goes, I'm literally tearing my hair out uh, as we speak because I hate, hate it this long. But, yeah, I'll probably go back in time and... <laughs> scream in my face in my own face and say to myself <laughs> just don't book that haircut don't leave it uh, so yeah
1: i feel like that was a really good <laughs> i feel like mine was a bit more emotional than yours <laughs> but that was still <laughs> well, it was valid emo-
0: it was emotional <laughs> to me because it got me you know it's quite emotional <laughs> at the time that i had to wait that long to get a haircut
1: um so our very final question hopefully some more advice coming up is um what are you most looking forward to so obviously restrictions are being eased at the moment what are you looking forward to happening changing what are you excited about
0: yeah i think going back to the last point is getting a haircut in the next week <laughs> you know <what> i been mean? <laughs> since christmas i mean you know looking back in five months or so since i last got a haircut uh, so that is something i'm looking forward to but you know in all seriousness i think you know it's about making up for lost time I think, you know, in the past 12 months, I kind of look back and think there's a lot of things that have been cancelled or that I've had to cancel uh, that I wasn't able to enjoy. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a person that likes going to gigs and just seeing, you know, about, you know, five or six gigs lined up last year to go and, you know, enjoy. And all of those were cancelled or rearranged or got rearranged and then cancelled again. And it was like, it was just, it's never going to get back to normal. Uh, but now I have the sort of the, the great thing now of going into my phone calendar and booking out days where I'm going to be doing things again which is fantastic. I've able to do that for the whole year nearly. So now I'm kind of just filling up. Uh, you know, I've got, you know, weddings that have been rearranged that I get to go to and celebrate with those people which is going to be fantastic. You know, I've got, you know, birthdays that can now be done you know, I add my 30th birthday, you know, in lockdown and that was really difficult. You know, it's something that I would have loved to uh, be able to go in and celebrate with all my friends and family. That's been you know, looking to be rearranged and uh, looking to do something for that. But, yeah, it's just about, you know, getting back to a bit of normality and getting back to things that I like to do and kind of being able to go and enjoy beer garden and not having to second guess, you know, having to book, you know, well in advance for that to happen or, you know, having to, you know, kind of say, well, we can't do it because it's a big lockdown. Uh, it's happening. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be really good that we don't have to kind of look at things and go, oh, we can't do that because of lockdown. We can't do this. I'll be able to go go away, go and spend a weekend away somewhere and just enjoy myself like I did, you know, 12 months ago.
1: Yeah. And I feel like to add on to that, something I'm very much looking forward to is being able to do sort of impromptu things or spontaneous stuff. So obviously at the moment we can book into beer gardens and sit outside and that's a sort of massive thing at the moment and that's great and we can go for walks with another person and we can (laughs) join five of our friends in a garden and these are big things and it's a massive deal and it's really great in comparison to the things that we were allowed to do a couple of months ago um but things will continue to open up and things will continue to improve and I'm really excited about just nipping to the shop if I want and just nipping to see my friend if I want and doing things a bit more spontaneously um and in relation specifically to being at college I'm really looking forward to meeting some of my students and actually seeing your little faces in front of my face in a pack classroom that's something i'm so excited about um and busy corridors and not being able to park in the car park because there are too many of you here and um, having to queue in relish and cafe six because it is absolutely chocker at lunchtime and all these things will be a sense of normality and these are the things that i really am looking forward to being able to do
0: and i think uh just add on to that as well i think going back to obviously being able to get people in gardens i you had know, that uh, Joe, you know, uh, a couple of weeks ago where I was able to bring people into my garden. You know, my garden's finally finished. Uh, you know, it'll take <laughs> three years. Uh, but nevertheless, I've been able to, you know, host, uh, you know, l- you know, groups of people in my garden. And that's oh, been great. You know, something that I've not been able to do uh, for the past 12 months. So, uh, so yeah. I'm yeah. I looking forward to, to, yeah, a bit of normality. Hopefully.
1: Um. I think that is it. I think yeah. we've burned through our questions. Oh, it's
0: gone, gone quick.
1: It ha- time flies when you're having so exactly. much fun.
0: Exactly,
1: exactly. Um, so just from a pastoral perspective, because I feel that's really important for me and my team, is that if there are any students listening to this, if anything's been raised in this podcast or any of the ones that you've listened to already, um, if there's something that you're sitting on and you haven't yet had chance to talk to someone about and you're not sure who is best to go to, it is ours. it is your pastoral team, it's your PM, all your tutors, any member of the student services around college. Um, we're very happy to help and we've recently been doing loads of one-to-ones with our students and a lot of students raise the exact same points, but I think a lot of them think that they are the only one feeling that certain way, so talk to your friends, talk to your family members, because nothing surprises us as pastoral mentors anymore. But I think a few of you might be surprised that there are people out there close to you that are feeling exactly the same way and maybe you just haven't yet admitted that to each other um i also want to say just remember to be good to other people but just as importantly be good to yourself so cut yourself some slack we're all trying our best this last year has been massive it's been massive changes a lot of things might have gone wrong um but no one is expected to be on top form all the time and no one's going to be on top form all the time and sometimes it is enough that you have just made it through that day and sometimes it's enough that you are just feeling fine
0: yeah, uh, for me, I think, you know, Sophie kind of said it in a nutshell, really. But <laughs> uh, I think, you know, just to kind of touch on what Sophie has said is that, you know, you will be surprised that, you know, by just talking to people about, you know, people are experiencing the same things as you. And I spoke to a couple of students in, in lockdown who, you know, felt lockdown has not been the best for them or struggled. And they've been surprised that I've also experienced the same sort of things. And it's great to just see that, again, you, you can pass on advice and guidance to, you know, you know how have you dealt with it? know, how have you overcome some of these things? And it's great. And, you know, those people have gone on and, you know, kind of improved their sort of mental health and their well-being as well because of that. Uh, one thing I will say is that, again, uh, touching on what, again, Sophie said a little while ago, is that just because you're having a rubbish day doesn't mean, that again, you ha- need to have a rubbish, you know, week or month. Uh, you can't control what's happened in the past. So whatever you felt during lockdown or the past 12 months, it shouldn't affect you going forward and going into the future. You can control how you feel today, you can control how you feel tomorrow in, in the next week or so. So again, forget what's happened in the past, wipe the slate clean, and uh, you know, kind of go forward and you know, be you. And as high school musical famously said, <laughs> we've all in this together, we've all experienced this uh, situation. <laughs> Talk to each other, you know, reach out to people, whether that is your pastor mentor, whether that is your teacher, uh, you know, if it's if you're a parent and you listen to this. You know, reach out to families and friends uh, as well. Because again, you know, just talking about it is also a good outlet and it does make yourself feel better as well. So I think that's it from me and Sophie. Uh, <laughs> we like to say thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of your day.